Support for this podcast comes from PayPal. Small business owner, PayPal QR codes are the safe and easy payment option. It's all the security PayPal is known for online, in person. Cash only, QR codes allow you to accept credit or debit with everyday low fees. No additional hardware or software needed. Use the app to generate your unique QR code. Customers scan your code with their PayPal app to pay you. Learn more at paypal.com slash us slash get QR code. This is episode number 118 with our guest, Ani Manian. Welcome to the Hidden Entrepreneur Show. My name is Josh Carey. You want in on a little secret? I was in hiding for 40 years. Yeah, I was hiding every part of myself in every situation. And I can tell you one thing. Hiding sucks. I'm now on a mission to help extraordinary people like yourself rediscover the world around you, connect beautifully with others, and excel tremendously in all you set out to do. Join in. It's The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Well, hello again. Thank you for tuning back in. You're tuned right into another episode of The Hidden Entrepreneur Show as we continue our eight-part series from our time spent at Podcast Row, the incredible one-day event hosted and created by Donnie Zoldan and the crew behind Stand Up New York, It was, as I've been saying, such a great time. Over the course of one full day, uh, a bunch of podcast hosts like myself get to rotate through a variety of interviews with exceptional entrepreneurs. And what you're about to hear is the second in our series, our eight-part series. Today, you're going to hear my interview with Ani Manian, who's known as, I love this, Ani is known as the Entrepreneur Whisperer, and he helps entrepreneurs and high-impact leaders really accelerate business and personal growth. You're going to hear one consistent theme throughout my really powerful interview with Ani, and you're going to hear me say things like, Ani you're speaking my language. Ani, I am the perfect person to be on the receiving end of this. Ani, I get it. I've been there. I love it. Everything he talks about and touches upon is what I've embraced and engaged in for the past few years and really so much of my life, but really just being able to get it and understand it. Ani spent decades studying how the human mind works, how things get implanted into our subconscious and how we keep them alive. And on the other side of that, how to take what isn't working for us as business people and people in life and flip that script and that switch and make life work for you. This was such a great interview. It was actually my very first interview of the day, uh, but 
we we just hit it off. I love Ani. I love his message. And I know you are going to like my interview with Ani Manian. I am here and literally here face to face, right, with Ani Manian, who is the um, founder of Primal Six. He's a human potential and performance coach. Ani, really cool to be sitting here with you. It's a real pleasure. In person. In person. I love it. Um, let's start with this. You've you've spent over a decade uh, in research and trial and error. And what you do is reprogram entrepreneurs at the subconscious level. And you spent a great deal of time doing that. First of all, I love the whole idea. I love this topic. Generally speaking... With all of that research, with all of that time spent, what did you find most surprising or fascinating in your learnings? You know, it's crazy. I've seen entrepreneurs of all shapes, sizes, with all levels of funding from, you know, a few hundred dollars to close to a billion dollars, um, access to the best resources, the best teams, um, the most amazing ideas and you know market conditions and it's crazy what i found was the biggest determinant of success for all of them was the level of awareness that they had of their subconscious mind and the level of alignment that they had between their subconscious and their conscious nearly all of them went as far their success went as far as their awareness and the ones that failed, the ones that had a lot of trouble getting lift off, the ones that had trouble scaling, the ones that had trouble growing and actually converting all that potential into revenue and growth and numbers were actually unconsciously sabotaging themselves and they didn't even know it. I love that. I've been there. I could totally relate to this. I spent... 40 plus years doing just that because really what it comes down to is you don't know what you don't know. And until I've gained a sense of self-awareness, I've been able to look back on what I've done, which was a lot of sabotage. So is becoming self-aware a great big step in the right direction? I think until we make the unconscious conscious we let our life be driven by forces that are invisible and we just call it fate. Mm -hmm. And this is actually something that Carl Jung said. How do we do that? How do we make the unconscious conscious? So the thing is, you know, when we say that something is unconscious, it's, it's very hard for most people and most entrepreneurs, and you and I have been in this situation, to really understand what's going on under the surface. It's like when the Titanic met the iceberg, what it saw was just the tip of the iceberg, right? And what actually killed it was everything underneath the surface. It's the same thing in business. But the truth is that the way we see the state of our unconscious is to see the state of our life, of our reality, of our business. Because our life in business is a direct reflection of our unconscious identity. If we're broke in our mind, then we're broke in our bank account. If we have a hard time loving ourselves, 
in our relationships, we're not getting the love that we need. If we keep struggling with the same things, have the same negative patterns over and over again, we're undercharging, we're really um, struggling to make um, partnerships you know, work, um, we have issues of the same kind over and over again, that is a direct reflection of what's happening in our subconscious. You're speaking my language. I literally spent so many years um, as a business owner in business hitting the same wall. Um, I was I was surviving. I was making ends meet. I was feeding a family, but that was it. And I knew deep down inside that, you know, there's so much more. I, I know I'm capable of more. So I'd go back to the drawing board and I'd, I'd scribble harder and try to come up with something bigger and better and put this out to my audience and no, it would fall flat. And like you said, until I realized that I got to change what's inside me before anything externally changes, that was the big aha. So if you're dealing with a version of me from years past where I was just up against a wall struggling, but I don't even know what to do next, where do you begin? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Most entrepreneurs work outside in. And I've worked with hundreds of entrepreneurs and they let their external circumstances determine their internal reality, right? If I don't sign a client, then I'm sad, then I'm upset. If, um, you know, something goes wrong, then I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm, you know, resentful. If I, you know, don't hit my numbers, then I'm not taking a vacation, I'm not allowing myself to feel good, right? And this is actually backwards. The way we must create reality, the way we must run our businesses is actually inside out. We must internally hold a state and let the universe, let business actually mirror that state on the outside, right? And when we work inside out, then we start with how we want to feel. And how we want to feel should determine on the end state of our business. Now, there's a myth, right? When we want to go from you know, point A to B, we work to our vision. We paint a picture of what our vision is, and then we go towards it. But the problem with working to our vision is that we're working from our current circumstances. And as you said, what we don't know, we don't know. Our past thinking and our current thinking is creating our current circumstances, right? And when we work from our current circumstances, we repeat our current circumstances. So the place we need to work from is not point A, it's actually point B. We must work from our vision, not to our vision, right? We must first sketch out very clearly what is the end state that we want to achieve and then work backwards. Who do we need to be? What do we need to believe? How do we need to think? And what do we need to do to have that? So the question I ask all my clients is, who would you be? What would you think? What would you believe? And what would you do if you already had everything that you want? If you had the business of your dreams that makes X amount of dollars, if you had all this time and freedom in that business so you could take vacations, so you could spend time with your family without the guilt, so you could enjoy the success that you're working so hard for, so you can have quality relationships, so you can make the impact that you've been dying to make because that's why we become entrepreneurs. And 
when you work from that place, then you can actually make a quantum leap into the, the identity of the person who already has the results that you want. I get it. I Today, I, I know that. I embrace that uh, because it's true and it works. And I'm living, breathing proof that you can get from, I mean, I was the definition of anxious, of anxiety, of insecure. And today I'm not right. I'm, I'm everything opposite of that because I implement and was able to over time, right? Slowly, but surely it's not a quick fix, but putting certain habits and patterns and actions in place Help our listeners connect the dots. If they're in the place right now where they are in this world where they're just hitting a world, uh, hitting a, a wall, they're angry, they're frustrated, they're confused, all of these things, they might see a vision and work from B, but they still might have those disempowering beliefs. Like I held this, the false story in my head that I'm not worthy, I'm not capable, nobody wants me around forever. Yeah. So how do we, even if I start from B, how do I prevent that story from perpetuating itself? Right. So I think the first thing is to really understand where those stories come from, right? So first we have experiences. And actually between the ages of zero and seven, we're producing theta waves in the brain, right? And we're learning in a state of hypnosis. So everything that's happening to us, um, and even when we're in the womb, through the placenta, if our moms are stressed, there's cortisol coming through. So even as we're forming, becoming human, fully formed, we're getting those stress hormones and it's affecting our state, right? So before we are conscious of what's happening, and well before we're conscious of you know the fact that we wanna run businesses and be entrepreneurs, We've been having experiences. We've been getting input from our senses, right? Our entire life. And we've been internalizing these experiences with certain interpretations, right? If I score uh, poorly on a test when I'm in first grade, then I get you know, called out by the teacher. I get called out by my parents. And I make this interpretation that I'm not good at math. When that happens, then I'm more likely to be less engaged when I do math, right? And it happens a couple of times and I develop a story. And so these interpretations, when they're reinforced over time, they create a story. When a story is repeated a whole bunch of times, it becomes a belief. Now this belief becomes the lens with which I interact with the world, right? And if I have a belief that I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, then that's gonna creep into my business as well. I'm not going to charge the money that I should be charging for my value, right? I'm going to hold on to difficult clients because I don't think I can do any better. I'm not going to take risks. I'm going to play small because I'm going to try and protect what I have rather than go after what I know I'm capable of. So these beliefs become our, essentially the software with which we operate our life and our business, right? So the first thing to understand is, our current reality, our current business and life is a reflection of our current unconscious identity. So if we have the results, if we have the things that we want, it's because we have the unconscious identity 
And really what the unconscious identity does is these beliefs create thoughts that we think. The thoughts that we think determines the feelings we feel and the feelings we feel determines the actions we take. And the thoughts and feelings that we think and feel consistently determine the actions we take consistently, which is what our unconscious habits are. So if we have what we want in our life, in our business, it's because we have the right habits that support that outcome. If we don't have what we want, we don't have the money, we don't have the team, we don't have freedom so we can take time off guilt-free, then our unconscious habits don't actually support that. So we must first understand the current situation. We must understand the situation we want to be in. And then we must start thinking about what are the beliefs, what are the stories, what are the interpretations that would best support that desired outcome, right? So if we have an empowering belief and we have a disempowering belief, right? All beliefs are made up. We made them all up. So we might as well believe something that serves us, that helps us grow and evolve both in our life and in our business. So we get to choose. So what I would recommend anyone listening to do is if you don't have the outcomes that you want, start listing the beliefs you have about that. So money is a big thing, right? Everyone's more, everyone wants more money and um, not everyone gets that money right? And we see this perpetuated everywhere, right? A lot of entrepreneurs fail, a lot of entrepreneurs struggle. Now, what are your beliefs about money? Were you raised to think that money doesn't grow on trees? Were you raised to think that you can only make money with superhuman effort and sacrifice? I know there's people out there who keep saying you have to hustle and grind to actually make the money. If you start out with those beliefs, then you're going to make them real because your subconscious mind essentially is a meaning-making machine. It makes everything uh, that you've made meaning of real in your conscious reality. So for each one, what I would do is actually I would list out all the ways in which that is not true, right? So has it ever happened that you've made money without effort, right? Have you ever spontaneously, serendipitously stumbled upon opportunity? And as you start creating evidence and disproving those beliefs, you start to realize that this reality that you'd constructed is actually just made up in your head. Then you can actually start making up the beliefs and the reality that you want to be living in. So we don't see the world as it is. We see the world as we are, as we think it is. And that doesn't really serve us if the way we think the world is is actually keeping us playing small and struggling. So we can make up the world as we want it to be. I am the perfect student, Ani, for all this because I've been in this journey exactly as you're describing it, especially undervaluing ourselves, undercharging. We could have a, a, a five-part series here on just that. I was there. Um, I always stayed in my small uh, bubble and kept the label on because I believed that if I dare stepped out, if I charged more, if I said more, if I did more, oh my gosh, people would retaliate. And how are they gonna attack me for doing such a thing? And I didn't feel strong enough to be able to defend against that. But today, when I started taking the small steps and realizing that, you know, it's quite empowering and it's legit. And I knew all along that I was capable of these great, powerful moments for myself. The people that I thought would retaliate 
are literally nowhere to be seen. It's people like you, Ani, that are uh, surrounding me and that support me and that allow me to continue to do more. I want to talk about, because you know my brand, The Hidden Entrepreneur, spent all these years hiding, playing small, not showing up as I knew I could. Tell us about a similar moment in your life. You know, I identify with that story so much because I've, you know, started, failed at, and succeeded at so many businesses. But the one thing that all of those had in common was that I was afraid to be seen. And this has never been an issue for me, you know, face-to-face, one-on-one with someone. But for me, going on a Facebook Live or on video and actually talking about myself was really, really hard. And I, I had this crippling fear that was keeping me from actually spreading my message and helping people. So at some point, I had to decide what I cared about more. Did I care about you know, keeping myself safe? Or did I care about serving people and making an impact in people's lives? And each time that fear comes to me, I ask myself this question and I force myself to make a choice. And ultimately, because I care more about helping entrepreneurs succeed, because my personal mission is to help a billion people live an exceptional life. And I think entrepreneurs are the change agents of this civilization. I think entrepreneurs will change the planet. They have been changing the planet and they're the salvation for our future. And my goal is to help as many entrepreneurs unlock their potential. So, you know, if you are out there, if you're listening and you're thinking to yourself through all these struggles with all these fears, fear is just false evidence appearing real. You know, back in the day, in, um, you know, the time of early man, we had to worry about predators, right? That fear served a purpose. The amygdala, which is the part in our brain that is the fear center, that creates the fight, flight, or freeze response, back then had a you know, real responsibility because a tiger is going to come and attack you and eat you. These days, the threat is not to our life or our safety, it's to our identity, right? It's to who someone will think we are or who they'll think we're not. That in and of itself is is genius. I love that. If you're listening, rewind that past 60 seconds because that's some that's some powerful stuff. The threat is not to our lives, it's to our identity. I want to wrap it up, Ani, with this final question. How would you like to be remembered? Right before I die, I'd like to ask myself three questions. Did I live? Did I live a full life? Did I love? Did I love without fear? And did I matter? Did I make a difference in people's lives? And I would like to die with the feeling, with the confidence that I played a powerful role in being a transformational machine in people's lives. I liberated people from the prison that they've created around them made up of their stories made up of their limiting beliefs, made up of all these imaginary things that are keeping them from taking risks, from playing big, from making the impact that they want to make, from realizing their potential and making a difference on this earth because they're too afraid and because they don't know what's underneath the surface. And I want to make the subconscious conscious for as many entrepreneurs as possible. I wanna help them create the alignment between who they are and what they want 
so they can make the biggest difference for themselves, their families, their friends, their communities, and finally, the entire planet, because that's what the world needs. Ani, you're a spectacular human being, and I got that impression from the minute we shook hands um, a little earlier today. Incredible person you are. How can those listening uh, hear more from you? Thank you, Josh. I've actually created um, a training, a, a mini course for everyone listening. Just go to www.quantumleapcourse.com. Um, and this will take you to a video-based course. You'll understand what's actually happening in your mind, in your business, and really make sense of it. Uh, you can find me at animanian.com. That's www.animanian.com. Animanian at Instagram. Um, shoot me an email if anyone's interested. Ani at primal6.com. It's been a pleasure. We shall link to all of that in and around this episode my man, Ani, thank you, sir. Thank glad, you, Josh. This glad to be connected. Pleasure, yeah. yeah, it was, huh? Good. We'll do it again before too long. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. Thanks for listening to The Hidden Entrepreneur Show. Make sure to subscribe through iTunes or Google Play so you can get notified every time we publish a new episode. And we'd love to hear your thoughts with an honest review on iTunes. Finally, follow us on your favorite social media platforms to keep the conversation going with Josh Carey and today's guest. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>